Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Uh, we have had some breaking news over the last 24 hours, so essentially since uh, we finished recording Beers and Break Evans, where we spoke about the Parramatta Eels back row, Helam, Lukey, a heap of guys to talk about there. And of course, over the last 24 hours, one, Leilua, uh, I believe those charges have been dropped, so he will be available uh, pretty soon in the NRL, I believe from round 13 onwards. Um, and Joe Offahengawi, a lot of rumours going around that he will join the Parramatta Eels. Uh, nothing com- confirmed from both clubs, but I am very, very confident that is about to go through from what I've been told. So, uh, two situations there that are about to unfold in the NRL. Uh, very, very interesting situation. As I said, we spoke about both of these topics with different information yesterday on beers and break even. So, I thought uh, I would try and get Timmy Williams on the line. We're going to give him a phone call now and get his thoughts on both both of these. I think Timmy's in a bit of a rush today, so we'll see how long uh, we can have Timmy for and discuss with him those two changes and what his thoughts are. Obviously, we both had very different opinions on Helam Lukey yesterday, um, and obviously big part of my reason why I wasn't keen is because I was so worried about Luciano Leilua coming back into this side. So uh, plenty to touch on there. We're going to try and get Timmy on the line now. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. How are we? I am very, very well. A bit rattled by some recent news, but uh, I'm all right. Fuck, it's all happening, isn't it? And of course, just after we record, beers and break-evens. Mate, I know you're in a bit of a rush, so we'll dive straight into it. Uh, Leilua, I think we'll talk about him first. We obviously spoke pretty pretty heatedly and in-depth yesterday about Helam Lukey. Um, with Leilua now available, what's, it seemingly looks like it'll be round 13. Uh, as your viewpoint on Helam Lukey change for people out there? It has, and I'll start by saying I did see an article at the start of the week, might have been late last week, that that, that Leilu was a chance to even play this week against the Tigers. So we'll obviously get more news probably throughout the day and certainly tomorrow, but because he's good to go now, he might even play this week. So around Lukey, I was so keen on him, as you know, for anyone who did listen to the podcast during the week, but I think what it does do, I think Lukey's still a really solid short-term play because he's going to make cash. He'll likely play 
decent minutes this week. We thought without Luciano. Round 13, I think he's just good minutes. But Nanai's back round 14. All of a sudden, you go from scrapping for back rollers and now you've got Lukey, you'll have Nanai from 14, you have Luciano, uh, the Goz, Jakubzewski. He's actually been going all right to his credit. So, mate, I hate to say, but it probably puts a line through Lukey just to be safe and sure of it. And, mate, as much as he's not an edge player, on top of that, you'll have Jason Tamalolo returning very soon as well, which will just add uh, like mm. a, even more mouths to the middle. So, uh, yeah, for me, I don't think I could do it. I think that, you know, we, we've both said how many times we absolutely love this bloke as a footballer, but mm-hmm. I, I just think there's just too much cloud around it now. Yeah, I think so. I mean, people have mentioned, since we spoke on the podcast, about you know, Colin Hess and playing edge. The Cowboys want Colin Hess as a middle, but that yeah. doesn't worry me one bit at all. But, it's just that there are too many sort of edge back rows. And as I said, I was happy enough with him as a 60-minute player, but the hope was that, you know, that he'd get to that 80 minutes. And if he's playing 80 minutes, I would see him being a potential keeper. But now with all of a sudden players coming back and Leilor being the key one, it sort of has, you know, maybe 60. It might be capped at 60 now that Leilor's back. So, uh, mate, it's going to kill me. because He's probably going to score a hat-trick on the weekend and kill it. But... I think the smart play is to be avoid Lukey. And I think that's coming from two blokes that if we were picking this Cowboys team, he would be the right edge back rower for 80 minutes. But with Nanai coming back and the amount of money they're paying him and what he's done over the last year, I just mm. I can't see them not having him in the side, you know? For sure. I think I would probably, pending fitness of obviously Lukey, I'd like to have Nanai and Lukey's 80-minute edge back rowers off the town low, low at lock. And I, I just bring Leilor on as that sort of Ryan Madison type role off the bench, 50 minutes through the middle. You know, if required, he can spend time on the edge. We know that. But I think Leilor's, you know, equally effective edge middle or middle. So, but as you said, mate, we're, we're not picking the team. All right, we'll move away from the Cowboys, mate. Let's dive into the Parramatta Eels. And this one hasn't been officially confirmed, but uh, by the sounds of it, it does look like this one will play out. So Joe Offahengawi, uh reportedly heading to the Parramatta Eels effective immediately. Uh, mate, where, where do you want to start on this one? Because there's so many layers to it, and this could <laughs> cause a real domino effect. I don't know who the winners are. I don't know who the losers are. For me, I straight away thought, what does this mean for Ryan Madison? Does this push him to an edge? Does it take his minutes? How do you see it playing out with Maddo to start with? Yeah, it's, there's a million different things that could happen. I, I suppose, what, so they've got Cardi and Davey on the edges at the moment. We sort of suspected that maybe Maddo could be named on the edge come game day. Anyway, Joe obviously will come on and play as a middle role. It just depends what they want with Maddo, don't they? Like, I don't know. You said your sort of preference has been from the play as a middle, but now that they've bolstered the middle with, with Joe O, maybe they do play him on an edge and send Cardi to the bench. How do you see it? Yeah, I, to, to be honest, when I first saw it, I straight away thought, okay, the loser of this has to be Wittemur Greg, surely. Surely he loses minutes through the middle. Yeah. I know a few people have brought him over the last few weeks. I personally think he's going to be the biggest loser out of this. But then the domino effect of, well, will they shift Ryan Madison out to the edge, as you said? I, I do just wonder if, you know, Cardi's done a good job. They're happy with Andrew Davey. I wonder if they leave them there and they really do try and dominate the, the middle with Matto, with Joe O, with Hopgood. Mm. I, I'm not sure how it all plays out. It worries me with Hopgood as well. I worry about... His minutes big time. The beauty of it is that at least next week, Junior won't be there, so it probably won't be catastrophic. But 
Jeez, when, when all the Parramatta guys do come back, you know, at the end of Origin where you've got RCG, you've got uh, Junior Boy, you've got Joe O, Matto, all these guys, I, want, I, I, think it, I think it almost certainly ruins one of Hopgood or Matto long-term. What are your thoughts on that? I don't think Matto will be affected because he's already playing. His last two weeks, he played 52 and 53 minutes. So either it puts him on an edge as a, you know, probably a 65 to 80-minute man, possibly 80, in which case, happy days. But he's not going to play anything less than 52, 53 minutes. So I don't think Maddo is actually going to be negatively impacted at all. I think he's fine. I think the one you mentioned, it's Jermaine Hopgood for me. So he's the one already playing massive minutes. And, and we know that you know, prior to the Offen Gowie signing, that minutes were maybe were going to be a little bit restricted for him. So I just think now that because they've got these, as you said, first and foremost, around 13, 16, 19. There's still going to be no Junior Barlow. Campbell Gillard's out long-term. So round 13 will be fine, and that's the big weeks for them. But in terms of keeper status, the weeks around this when they do have players on deck, that's where I think Hopgood could see fewer minutes. So it just impacts Hopgood in terms of being a buy now. And look, I don't think you, you certainly wouldn't jump on him this week. Have a look if Offengawi does. Do you reckon Offengawi plays for them this week? I don't think he'll play this week. I think he'll be in next week. And, mate, as we said, I'm pretty sure that this is going to go through, but this hasn't been confirmed by either club, so we do need to stress that. But uh, I don't know what you've heard, but I've heard that this is pretty much a done deal. Yeah. So I think don't change the plans with Madison if you're keen on him. Although, as we mentioned on the podcast, I wouldn't be going this week on Maddo due to potential origin selection. Hopgood... Look, I still think he's a buy because he's a gun and he'll still get good minutes. But what do you sit on it? Would you would you not invest in Hopgood as a result of this? Yeah, I think Hopgood's the one that worries me the most. As you yeah. said, I don't think that Matto will lose dramatic minutes, and I think there's a good chance he ends up on the edge, as you said as well. So I think Matto will find a way to be okay. I, I do. I just. I, I think that Hopgood's played so many big minutes at the start of the year, and um, Joe O. I'm. You know. I, I think he's a decent footballer. I don't think he's a star by any means, but he has shown that he can get through big minutes and he can get through a lot of work. He's probably feeling pretty fresh at the moment. So it also wouldn't surprise me if, you know, games are their home and hosed and if they maybe take this opportunity to give Hopgood a bit of a spell and you do see Joe O play those big minutes through the middle. Yeah, agreed. So that's it. Key by around 13, 16, 19, all good. And look, we, for, personally for Hopgood owners, you hold him to at least 13, you probably hold him to 16. And then if, if around that time we do see his minutes reduced, particularly with RCG coming back around about 16, 17, 18, around about that time, maybe we look to offload him around about round uh, what, 17. But that's very interesting. Watch. Two massive bits of news. Huge bits of news. The last guy, mate, Wittemur Greg, if you did brought, bring him in over the last few weeks, obviously his role could change here if we do see him play less minutes off the back of this. Do you think he's a guy that you just go, fuck it, he's going to play those buy rounds. I'm, I'm fine to wear it. I, I, don't, I personally don't think the 10 to 15 points that he might be losing potentially is worth trading him or anything. What, what are your thoughts on him? Yeah, definitely a loser out of it, isn't he? Um, I... I still think he'll play around the 30-minute mark, possibly a little bit more. So, so obviously wouldn't be buying him. I'd be holding strong for the time being. You get him through round 13, you look at his minutes, and then you reassess. Obviously, power on the buy around 14. 
people carrying Parramatta, Manly and Newcastle players into that, they're only pretty short. So you're going to have to change something. So I think we're going to yeah, hold through round 13. Hope he, I said, during the battle, I'll be out. So still might get decent minutes in round 13, which is important. But probably now becomes a flip round uh, after round 13. God, it's going to be a nightmare if RCG comes back early. I'll be devastated. Oh, <laughs> that would be drama. And uh, just to finish off, mate, before I let you go, I know you've got to hit the frog and toad, uh, the Penrith Panthers tonight, I've been told that there's a really good chance that Hoskins will uh, sub at some point. Uh, they're expecting him to have to play big minutes over the next few weeks. So I, Interestingly enough, I think it'll be for Salmon, not for uh, Liam Martin. So one to keep an eye on there. It's obviously all very speculative still, but uh, something for you guys just to keep in mind. If you are a Hoskins only thinking about playing him like myself, I think there is a good chance that he might play 55, 60 minutes around that mark. Yeah, well, this is where we're at, mate. It's one of them weeks where I was relatively locked into my two trades. Like, you know what, a nice casual Thursday afternoon, put the feet up, crack maybe an early Thursday afternoon beer, prep for the footy. And now, Lukey's gone, or Lukey's probably off the table as a buy. All these issues come in. Now you drop the hosting news on me. I was, oh, I'm now going to spend the next five hours working on my trades again. So thanks, mate. Mate, it is absolute chaos. I'm pretty sure all <laughs> I'm going to do is trade Taruva to Billy Smith. Do you have any idea what, what, what you're doing at the moment or are you still going to work it all out? Uh, mate, it's all way too fresh at the moment. Let me just very quickly get my side up. But we'll, uh, one trade I guess. Hello? You there? Uh, right. Yes, okay, we have lost Tim Williams. Uh, so that was good of him to join us. He's left us on a cliffhanger as per usual with his trades. But uh, yeah, guys, that's all of our thoughts regarding the North Queensland Cowboys and the Parramatta Eels moving forward. Uh, my trades this week, I think I'm just going to go to Ruva uh, straight to Billy Smith from the Sydney Roosters. Not a guy that plays round 13, uh, but just money to be made there. And guy that, a guy that I think, um, I, I don't think he's a... Uh, I, I, I don't think he's a genuine like gun keeper for the rest of the year, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's the sort of guy that we play pending matchups. And if the Roosters do come good and he's playing left center for that side, um, I think Billy Smith is a guy that you're all going to want to have. So I'm going Billy Smith over Harrison Edwards, as I said yesterday. I don't think Edwards is a bad trade-in by any means, uh, but I will be going in a different direction. I don't think Tim's going Harrison Edwards either. But as he said, uh, he was going to go Lukey, so he might just grab that cash on Harrison Edwards. We'll see how it plays out. I think Timmy is dropping a Q&A podcast on the Supercoach playbook this afternoon. Uh, so I think he'll go into more depth there, probably with a little bit better audio and he probably won't drop out halfway through. So make sure you go check out the Supercoach playbook this afternoon. But that's where we are at. As per the Penrith mail I just gave Tim, um, I'm not going to tell you it's 100%. It's just what I'm hearing. Um, so I think I don't think you'll see Hosking play the full 80 minutes in this game. That's obviously if everything goes to plan with injuries and HIAs and whatnot. I think that he will have a spell at one point. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
but I believe it'll actually be for Jamin Salmon. So hopefully that means that Liam Martin long-term will be on the left side. So we'll see how it plays out. We'll see who, if he does have a spell and who it's for, whether it's Liam Martin, whether it's uh, Jamin Salmon. We'll see what happens, guys. But yeah, I'm I'm pretty confident from what I've heard, if all goes to plan, that Zach Hosking will not play the entire 80 minutes tonight, taking on the Brisbane Broncos up there. Obviously, his old club, place that he's very, very familiar with. So make your decisions accordingly. As I said, nothing 100% confirmed outside of that Leilua will be available very soon. And I think the Cowboys are going to make an appeal to get an exemption uh, to allow him to feature in this weekend's game against uh, the West Tigers. So there will be a a domino effect of Leilua becoming available that will impact a lot of Cowboys, including Helam Lukey. Uh, Then you'll have Tamalolo return. Then you'll have uh, Nanai return as well. So uh, there's just too many red flags around him for me. Uh, But I do think there's a world over the next few weeks where he scores a heap of tries and does very well. As I said, me and Tim are huge fans of him and we would pick him on the right edge and let him play 80 minutes. Uh, but whether Toddy Payton does or not, we'll have to see. Uh, obviously, Nanai's just signed a very, very big contract there. He's a rep player and whatnot. It was a big part of their success last year. So he might still have first dibs. So an interesting situation there. Joe O, nothing confirmed yet. But from what I've been told, I think it is a pretty much done deal. I don't think he'll feature up for the Parramatta Eels this weekend, but I do think he will be there in round 13. So we'll wait for confirmation on that one. Uh, but yeah, a little bit happening there. And I guess back your gut feeling, guys, whatever you think is going to happen regarding Ryan Madison and Jermaine Hopgood. If you've got Whit- Wittemoo, Greg, I personally think you just got to wear it and hope for the best. Uh, but Maddo and Hopgood, if you're thinking about trading them in this week, uh, back your gut feeling. I don't think any of us know exactly how it's going to play out. Um, so back your gut feel, go with what you think. And uh, hopefully you come up with the right decision. And hopefully I do as well. And hopefully Maddo and Hopgood aren't impacted too heavily, but I do think it 100% impacts them long-term as far as the rest of the season goes, but uh, Parramatta, once this buy period is done, they don't play in the final week, so you will want to trade those guys out eventually anyway, so interesting times. Hopefully, Regan Campbell-Gillard doesn't come back early, because that would be a real kick in the dick for all of us Supercoach players with our rotations and whatnot. Guys, thanks for joining us. Remember to go and have a listen to Supercoach Playbook for Timmy Williams Q&A that I believe will be coming out a little bit later today, and uh, yeah, keep an eye on the socials We'll keep you updated on any changes that occur. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 